Man, people crazy out these streets, bro. I've been grinding since I was like 15 with this music, bro. I've learned that I can't please everybody. And there's been a lot of love, but there's also been misunderstanding, hate, and this box they put me in. And it makes them uncomfortable if I'm not in it. And I ain't in it. What's up, welcome back to I Went Out, I'm Manny I'm Nick And today is Friday, so of course we have a fun episode We noticed that you guys think our football podcast has been pretty highly ranked yeah. You know, people like listening to us talk about sports So um, today we're going to do that Before we jump in, um, just a reminder to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play Leave a rating and or review um, That way you guys don't miss out on any episodes when they drop all right, so we got a guest in, in the house today. Nick, you want to introduce Rico? Yeah, yeah. So we've got our youngest guest we've ever had on the I Went Out podcast, yeah. and it is none other than this unfortunate 49ers fan, Rico <laughs> Harley. And I've got the best picture of Rico um, after the 49ers lost in the Super Bowl. It's the best. That was bad. That was bad. It's one. actually your, uh, your picture on my phone from when you called me. Yeah, I was I was distraught after that one. I didn't want to. I didn't want to talk to anybody. I didn't talk to my mom the whole thirty minute ride home. You know what? When we plug this episode on Instagram, it might be the picture we put up. Yeah. <laughs> so how did you become a 49ers fan? Um, you know, it was it was really it was elementary school. I think it was second grade. Okay. And we had it was Super Bowl day, so it was the, it was the Friday before the Super Bowl started, mm-hmm. and you. Yeah, it was like a spirit day, so you wore either Ravens or you wore 49ers. Oh. And everybody was wearing Ravens. So I was like, my mom was 49ers. Yeah. And then I kind of wore 49ers, and everybody was criticizing me because I was supposed to cheer for the Ravens in the Super Bowl. Right, right. So then I started really liking. <laughs> I just saw the picture. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. That was I was mad that day. But I started really liking 49ers, and then I kind of just followed them on through their misery. Yeah. And then now we're back up back up to the top hopefully yeah i mean that has to be a good feeling i don't yeah. know that feeling quite yet yeah as a redskins fan. i've gotten a few tastes of that feeling but yeah you did it wasn't that long i had a super bowl that's right <laughs> we've I, had I tasted your feeling too yeah it's bad <laughs> three straight years under five wins i think mm-hmm. it's bad yeah it was a good game though it's a good game yeah until our defense decided tyreek hill didn't need to be guarded <laughs> That was <laughs> Who was your favorite player like growing up on the team? On the 49ers, it was probably Kaepernick or when Frank Gore was on the team. Because okay. Frank Gore was beast. He was. He yeah. still is. He still is. <laughs> like eight He's years still old. getting that, I know. Through, through generations, that guy has still been good. <laughs> I think he was actually in our uh, He was. In our top five yeah, for he made it. Yeah. 2010s. And he's old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where is he at now? He's still in He's in is he in Miami? No, no. Not Miami. Indianapolis? I think he's with the Colts, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. He's moved around so much, but he's still yeah, he's still, he's still playing, man. As long as he's not the main guy, you're good. Yeah. Put him in there for a couple of relief efforts. That's he'll, right. He'll pound that ball. That's right. All right, so I know with COVID and stuff, the college football, it may not happen Yeah. Um, for, for some of the main, you know, like what we consider college football today. Big Ten, I think, already stepped back. Yep. SEC. Um, SEC stepped back? Yep. Okay. It's just the Pac-12, Big 12, and ACC that's left. Dang. Did yeah. the SEC step back? I didn't even realize I that. I didn't see that. There's only three of the Power Five, but apparently Davos, like Davos Sweeney said, if they win the national championship, it should still count the same as this February. 
<laughs> man, what do y'all feel about that, man? Yeah, I mean, I think it's the, uh, I think it's the right move. Yeah. Um, to protect these college athletes and to protect, I mean, yeah, because they ain't getting paid. They don't got these big contracts like these uh, NFL players do. Like these dudes are, yeah. you know, you don't want to put their livelihoods at risk already. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the downside of it is, is for an NFL view you're not going to be able to have fresh tape on some of these guys. Like, I think right. we talked about the other days, like Joe Burrow was on nobody's radar yeah. um, pre-last year. Right. Um, and then he went on this tear last season and then was on everybody's radar, ends up being a number one overall, or the number one overall pick in yeah. the NFL draft. Yeah. He was. He tore it up, man. Yeah. Um, so I think that, that is the downside of it, um, But which is ultimately, at the end of the day, it's not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. Um, just because your health is way more important than yes. the sports, so yeah. Um, but and I'm not a big like I love college. I don't love college football. I like the players. I follow the yeah. future draft picks, the under guy. Like that's why I've been following Trevor Lawrence since he first came in. I loved fought, watching Tua when he was playing. Mm-hmm. Um, DK Metcalf when he was playing before he got drafted to the divorce team in the NFL. <laughs> um, so yeah, I like following individual players more than I have. Yeah, I don't have like a favorite college team. Mm. Yeah. Um, I'm more I'm more into college than I am NFL actually. Really? Because well, my dad went to Michigan. That's so I'm a Michigan fan. Okay. But I'll follow like all the recruits going up and all this type of stuff. So I think it's gonna be interesting, especially now that the Big Ten and the SEC is canceled. Mm-hmm. But I think if they do move to spring, it'll be it, it'll be real impactful for the viewership because yeah. all these big players, like three of the top twenty prospects, have already pulled out. Right. And if if you're a top prospect, you're not gonna play in the spring, risk getting hurt to drop mm-hmm. your status. Like Trevor Lawrence, I wouldn't be surprised if he pulled out. Yeah, yeah, there's no reason. Justin Field pull out. Like, what is the pers- when are they projecting to play in the spring? Because I mean, you got the draft is usually in April. Yeah, they're already talking about moving the draft back. Are they talking about yeah. that? Yeah, if they play in the spring. I'm not sure when they said they were gonna start though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I heard today um, Rick Mace of the Washington Post wrote an article talking about how you know, of course, if if your your big schools and your big divisions and stuff, they don't your big conferences, they don't play on Saturdays and Fridays, um, you know, in the fall and winter, then the NFL is gonna wanna play on those days. But apparently there's some kind of um there's some kind of rule that was set forth like in the sixties or something. Um, broadcasting rule hmm. that kinda prevents the NFL from doing that. So apparently the NFL is gonna if it becomes official, they're gonna try to push um uh, for some kind of rule kind of like to negate the rules so that they can have some games on Fridays and on Saturdays and just kind of make up for the dead space there yeah. with having a football so that would yeah. be interesting yeah I think I think if we if they spread it out it would be good especially for people who like who live in this area or live in a certain area and like a team that's not in the area because yeah. I know they we've all had that problem where the team's playing and it's not on TV right. so he kind of just have to follow it yep. on the little mini field on the ESPN <laughs> app yeah <laughs> And that that's pretty annoying, but I think if they spread it out, they might televise almost every game, which would be good. Which would be yeah, it would be yeah. really dope. Get to see some more Panthers games, even though I'm not gonna want to watch any of them. Probably <laughs> <laughs> Matt Rule's first year is not gonna be a good one. Yeah, did the I don't know did the 49ers and Panthers announce yet if, if they're gonna have uh, fans in the stadium? Uh, no, the Redskins aren't. Uh, I I don't think they are, but I know the Panthers have one of the only approved COVID protocols from the NFL. Okay. Only ten teams' COVID protocols have been approved, and I know the Panthers are one of them. 
Okay. Um, okay. But I don't know if that means they're going to have limited fans, no fans. Like, I'm yeah. sh- I think it's ultimately going to come to no fans. Right. Yeah, that's what, that's what I think, too. Because it's too much of a risk. And yeah. mm-hmm. if you see an outbreak at one stadium, they're going to shut down everything. Yep. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of what it's going to be like with the training camp. If you yeah. see one person bring it, they're going to have to shut down the whole training camp. Yep. And then it's going to delay the season even more. Right. Yep. Yeah, the I'm sorry. I think I've used Redskins a lot here. I'm st- Washington football team. <laughs> the Washington football team. <laughs> I'm still getting used to it. Uh, they decided not to have any fans at all this year, which I actually, I'm happy they did that for a couple reasons. For one, since they don't have a name right now, they don't have to worry about the fan experience. They don't have to yeah. worry about the fight song and all that stuff. Um, you know, that they can be patient and just continue working on that. For two... Because of because the stadium is technically in PG County, PG County has been hit very hard yeah. by COVID and stuff. It's a predominantly black county, um, so I just think it was smart for them not to. Because if you if you if they had games in PG County, I guarantee you there would have been some people like coming out, kind of like getting on their case about that mm-hmm. being in a predominantly black county. Yeah. So I think it was smart. Yeah. I did. I didn't know that. Like, I don't know if this was just me, but like. I didn't know that people were actually fighting and saying that the Redskins should keep their name. Like I realized that there was some people that kind of thought it would it would take away from the the like the culture of the Redskins, I guess. But then there was, yeah. I didn't realize there were people actually fighting as hard as people were fighting to get rid of it until like I seen it pop up on ESPN. Yeah, but I didn't realize that. I didn't know if that yeah. was just me. I actually yeah. saw an article today that said I guess people are trying to get Dan Snyder to sell now, huh? Yeah, don't get your hopes up. Face. That ain't that. Oh, I don't, I don't see that happening. <laughs> Cause see, like, so there's a thing. So they just don't really like Snyder. Yeah. So they can, they can try to force him out, but ultimately that's like Snyder's decision. The only people that can force Snyder out is either the commissioner, but it has to be like Snyder had like that report come out and it mentioned Snyder directly been involved with it yeah that could have been something for the commission to step in otherwise it's the nfl owners like the owners have to step in at, and it's things like a three like fourth vote or something like that um but they're not going to vote for that right now only because his minority owners are trying to push him out just because they simply don't like him mm. because that sets a precedent to say okay other minority owners in the league if they try to push snyder out then they're going to look at their teams and stuff and try to push their owners out. Yeah. Um. So they have to be careful because yeah, it's still a brotherhood, mess. you know, in terms of owners. So. Yeah. 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 That ripple effect could be pretty ugly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. So I do. I mean, I'm sick of thinking like you were talking about how you know the FedEx is right in PG yeah. and how it draws a lot of people in PG. But then you also think I know there's a lot of Redskins fans in Montgomery County. Right. That's another county that's been hit really hard, and yeah. just having those two counties is right there come together might be could be really dangerous. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and we're trying to avoid big shutdowns. Anymore. So let's not. <laughs> and let's, they keep trying to send people to PG Hospital, and that's like one of the worst hospitals in, yeah. in, in the county, nah. in the area. It's terrible. Yeah, and I know I I think one of the issues I've seen so far, like I'm starting to see people getting a little upset about, it, is how in order for the NFL to take place, I think I saw something like they're talking about testing the players like every other day or something yeah. like that, and then yet you still have people out in the streets who can't get a test or who right. like they're fighting to get their test. So it's just like man, right? It just kind of shows, you know, there's levels of society. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what they're as doing right now. As unfortunate as it is, mm-hmm. they said that the first two weeks of training camp they get to and test every day. Yeah, yeah. As soon as you walk in. I don't think it's necessary. I think they should just do what, like, I know the owners have enough money. 
to right. do what the NBA is doing. The NBA's got the bubble going, yeah. and nobody's brought it and spread it into the bubble. So I don't know why they couldn't like run out of a hotel. I know yeah. the Saints did that, but they said it was optional. I think if they made it mandatory, made made a hotel, I think that would be way better for everybody. Mm-hmm. And even the people who don't get the test, there would be more tests available. Yeah. 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 Forgot to warn you guys that uh, we are like recording while. A lot of people working out, so yeah, we in the gym. Yeah, shout out coming from Coach Kev, FCF. Yes, sir. If y'all need to get a good workout in, hit up Coach Kevin at Forever Committed Fitness. I know he's looking for more clients and come and get invested. So yeah, come check him out. He's awesome. He's he's helping me a lot. (laughs) Yeah, check him out. All right, so thoughts on like the actual NFL season? What do you think your individual teams are going to do? I know we kind of talked about the Panthers and Washington football team. What do you think the 49 is going to do uh i think it could be like it could be a really good season or i think it's either number one seed or bust for us right now okay everybody's got their high hopes right now we just got off the super bowl we could have won yeah so everybody's kind of thinking we're bringing we've only lost one or two major players Mm -hmm. and we drafted a receiver to replace them so i think and we drafted a receiver in a D line to mm-hmm. replace him. So I think, I think it's Super Bowl or bust right now. But I don't, I don't know, because the Seahawks are looking nice right now with Jamal Adams. Jamal, yeah. Jamal Adams is the best safety in the NFL for me. That's so dumb. That that was a massive trade for a safety, which makes me almost because I know how Seattle plays defense. And the way they use Cam Chancellor, they used him basically as a linebacker. Mm-hmm. I feel like they traded for a linebacker. Even though Jamal Adams is listed as a safety, you don't trade two seconds like that, a two, two first-rounders like that, um, to just play him at safety. Like yeah. You're going to be playing him up front seven. Oh, absolutely. They're definitely going to be moving him around. Yeah. He's a downhill, hard-hitting safety. Oh, yeah. He is. He is. And to say, man, to go from the Jets to the Seahawks, it's like, man... <laughs> Seahawks get everything that's nice. I know, man. Yet Clowney is still out there on the street, isn't he? Yeah. He Which is the weirdest thing, no. yeah. I think it's between I I think it's between the Seahawks and the Eagles primarily on who's going to sign him. Yeah. I I'm, I'm going to be mad if he goes back to the Seahawks cuz he was <laughs> he was a beast sometimes last year and sometimes he would come yeah. fell off. Yeah, he's one of those guys that has like all the talent in the world mm-hmm. but between getting injured and just having some inconsistencies I don't know. Yeah. When he's on, he's on. He's on. <laughs> but there's a reason he's still out there on the street. It's just that's the thing. I know he I know he was thinking very highly of himself price wise wise. Yeah. Um, so that's probably the issue, but I think COVID definitely has a play in it. it probably too. Did. Like no one's able to get like bring in these guys to do their Yeah, I know they checkups. just they just recently, I think it was like yesterday, um, kinda let down that um that boundary and they're allowing more guys come in to work out and stuff so maybe you see him yeah I mean that's the same thing Cam it took Cam forever to sign right like I didn't think it was going to be as long as it was before he signed with somebody yeah and then he signed for another terrible team in the NFL (laughs) I mean the Washington football team uh, should be their defense shouldn't be too bad this year no Mm -hmm. should be good I still do think Chase Young is overrated but that's that's (laughs) he does not like Chase Young (laughs) I I remember this conversation (laughs) I mean it might be a little biased because he went to Ohio State that's that's probably why (laughs) but I I think he was overrated but I think you guys do have a nice D-line you have a lengthy D-line yeah that can get to the quarterback I'm excited to see Montez Sweat in here too 
I am too. I am too. I wasn't. I wasn't super high on him pre-draft, uh, but also I liked him more in a four-three, and that's what they're going to be p- playing. So um, I think you have an opportunity to to uh, to make some plays. Yeah. Not a lot of pressure on him. It's ridiculous because this dude was a first-round pick. He's getting overshadowed by Dwayne Haskins and Chase Young. You wouldn't even think he was a first-round pick last year. Oh, I know. It's crazy. He was. He was your second first-round pick, right? Yeah. Because you got Dwayne Haskins first, and then mm-hmm. it was they traded back up for him. And you got some interior defensive linemen that are nice too. Oh yeah, from, yeah. Uh, Alabama. Yeah. Now my favorite is Payne, Deron yeah. Payne. Um, a lot of people like John Allen. I wasn't high on him either when he came out. It's ironic because I wanted Reuben Foster over him. So like now we have Reuben Foster. We had him. That was, <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> he's a beast on the field. Yeah. But off the field, he doesn't know, doesn't yeah. know what to do. Apparently, he's getting himself together. Um, Cause he has those Alabama boys around him. Uh, Ryan Anderson is like his his buddy and he's keeping him in check. So good, good. Hopefully he keeps his head on. Hopefully he doesn't do a Darius guys. He's gone now, right? Yeah, he's gone. Yeah. Man, uh, yeah. He was a good running back too. He just couldn't yeah. stay healthy. If he could stay healthy, yeah, I think it'd be like a downgraded Christian McCaffrey because he's he's nice. He's, he's a good player. I feel like he's a little. He he has more of like a Saquon. Than a Christian McCaffrey, he's bigger. Mm, yeah. Like he's got a thicker build than McCaffrey. Yeah, but he's quick. Yeah, Saquon, Saquon is strong. Yeah, he's strong. Yeah, Saquon's built like an old school running back. Yeah, yeah. Darius is in a little bit of trouble right now, man. So yeah, I don't know. I like Derrick Henry though. Derrick Henry like six yeah. foot four. Doesn't make sense. Two hundred thirty pounds. Yeah, well, a little bit there. I thought he was going to be a bust. I did too. But he has been. He's been balling the past couple of years. Yeah, it's cr- to see that ninety nine yard touchdown. Like, how is no one catching this man? Yeah, and he doesn't look that fast. <laughs> I know. Yeah, <laughs> and like no one like the dude's massive. Right. Yeah. Like, if you're not a defensive lineman, mm-hmm. you're gonna struggle to bring Derrick Henry down. Yeah. He just looks like somebody you would create a Madden. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's ridiculous. Here's my cheat code. <laughs> It's funny because back in the day, people used to talk about Alabama running backs and saying that they weren't good. But like, it took Mark Ingram a little while to become great. Yep. It took Derrick Henry a little while to become really good. Um, then you got, uh, gosh, another dude. Um, I think it's with Houston now. Um, I can't remember his name, but he was he was drafted by Miami and he's with Houston now, and um, and has been playing pretty well. Is it Houston or the Cardinals? It's the Cardinals. I was gonna say David Johnson's with Houston now. It's the Cardinals. Who is the Cardinals' main running back? Gosh, I can't think of his name. I don't know. I know they Alabama has one of the best running backs I've ever seen right now. Najee Harris. Yeah, he's a beast. Yeah, but I don't. He's like he's gonna be a senior. I don't know why he didn't come out this year. Mm-hmm. But he should be. He should be a top. Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake, there we go. Oh, yeah. I yeah. remember him. He's been balling. And then TJ Yeldon, too. He TJ was, he was balling for a little bit. He yeah. kind of fell off now. Yeah. He's gone now. Yeah, I had him on fantasy that one year. He was blowing up. Yeah, I mean, Jacksonville, nobody really wants to be there. Yeah. <laughs> People talk about Alabama, you know, and tout their defensive prospects, but they've they've produced some yeah. offensive guys. I you mean, know. you look at uh, Julio Jones. Yeah. Um, there's some other receivers that came out. Amari, Amari, Cooper. Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper. Uh, um, Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy. Yeah. I mean, OJ Howard. They they yeah. always talk about they always talk about LSU and Ohio State as DBU. Um, but like this switching from y'all definitely defense. put out a lot of defensive backs though. Yeah, they they do. Alabama puts mm-hmm. out some nice defensive backs. <laughs> yeah. Like like when um, 
Minka Fitzpatrick, when he was traded from Miami to Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. he was doing terrible yep. in Miami and went and made the Pro Bowl at yeah. Pittsburgh. Yeah. He's nice. He is. In Bowling. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see two of the season. Yeah. Alabama has not put out any good quarterbacks in my in recent memory, at least. Right, right. And uh, I'm excited to see two, uh, and especially in that Miami offense. I loved. It was crazy to watch that team, how terrible they were, and how there at the end, like mm-hmm. how their coach kept them motivated, and how they started like they they got competitive there at the end. Like they were not, we're not tanking the season. We're gonna play. Right. Because they, didn't they beat the Patriots? Yeah. And they beat... But they always beat the Patriots. Yeah. <laughs> they, I think they <laughs> beat the reason. Eagles, too. Yeah. Yeah. There's been a part of me that's always wanted to see Miami go, like, in modern day. Like, just mm-hmm. get it together, but... I um, mean, I remember when Miami was pretty solid back in the day when they had Ricky Williams. Mm-hmm. I remember, remember seeing Ricky Williams go, like, 300 yards on the Redskins. Yep. Is that back when the Chad Pennington was playing? With? Or no, I who think was their so. quarterback then? You, or maybe it before was, uh, you. That's before me. I yeah, it was before you. <laughs> uh, I don't know, but yeah, I just I, I just remember Ricky Williams being a dog. Yeah, for Miami, man, he was something else. Yeah, I I would cheer for Miami. It's not because of players or the coach, just because I really like those teal jerseys. Yeah, they're, they're I nice. think those are clean. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I would cheer for them. But the NBA has been very. Very interesting. Yeah. Did Phoenix ever lose? They never lost, no, did they? They haven't lost yet. And wow. Devin Booker's averaging like thirty-four points That's a game. Well, <laughs> I've watched. I've watched a couple of games. I've actually liked the bubble. I know some people hate on it and mm. all this, that, and the other, but I've actually enjoyed like how. I don't know if you've seen any of it, but they yeah. had like those. I guess mega like Megatron screens as their crowd and like they're putting people's the faces up there. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only cheesy thing is is like when they start pumping in fake crowd noise. Yeah, yeah. it's really weird. Um, but it's been a good basketball. Yeah, um, Wizards finally got a win. I saw that. Yeah, yeah, they got eliminated though. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were they were close. They were close. At yeah. least they made it to the bubble. Right. They were the only team from the East yeah. that wasn't in that top eight to make it to the bubble. Yeah, and then I think the West has a fourteen. 14 play-in tournament they have to go through mm-hmm. to Is see it? who's going to be that AC. Because whoever's in within eight games of that AC is in the play-in tournament, so they have to they'd have to do a 14 play-in tournament. And I think it's best two or three for each game, okay. and then whoever wins that gets that AC. The rest of the teams go on. Uh, who's your favorite team in basketball? Houston. Rockets. Okay. James Harden, but Westbrook's hurt right now. He loves himself yeah. from James Harden. Does he? <laughs> yeah. Westbrook, Westbrook, he's supposed to be out for the first couple games of the first round, which could be bad because yeah. we play we play OKC, and they're not a bad team. Mm-hmm. Chris Ball's going to come for revenge because we traded for him, got rid of him yeah. for Westbrook. You see him get manhandled last night by, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jim Butler. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I see him. He threw a, he threw the ball off uh, Duncan Robinson. Yeah. <laughs> and Duncan Robinson didn't do anything. He just kind of walked away. Yeah, I know. I couldn't believe that. Yeah. Like, you going to let a man throw a ball at you like that and then walk away? Like, all right. Good, good <laughs> then, for you. Did you see they interviewed Jimmy Butler at the, uh, after the game? And Jimmy Butler's like, yeah, I did that on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he lowered that shoulder. It looked like it was, a pur- it was on purpose. And then Giannis got suspended. For one game. Did he? Yeah, because he headbutted the guy on the Wizards. <laughs> Mo Wagner. Mm. He headbutted him. And can't be they, su- they suspended for a game. They suspended him for the eighth game, but they had already locked up the um, first round, first seed, so it kind of really didn't matter. Yeah. It was just, he was going to sit out the game anyways. So your unbiased opinion, 
who's going to be the champion in NBA this year? Unbiased. Un- unbiased? I would have to say the Lakers. Okay. Cause yeah. That would be really cool. That would be. That would be really, really cool. Yeah, and I don't I don't think anybody in the East want, can can contend. Because Giannis, if, if Giannis gets, like, if, if you force Giannis to shoot, and he's not knocking him down because he's on and off about his three-pointers. Mm-hmm. And he's not knocking him down. You don't really have another prominent scorer yeah. that can make his own shot. Yeah. yeah. I think that would be really cool for him to book in the year after Kobe's death, you know. Yep. Yeah. And win the championship. That, that yeah. would be awesome. They've got a squad, too. Yeah, they do. I just realized the other day Dwight Howard's on their bench. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, and Dwight Howard, he hasn't been good for a couple of years. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, he comes to the back to the Lakers where he got he, he basically got removed from. Yeah. Because they didn't want him there. And he came back, and he's been balling. Well, I know. I went to I went to the game last year at the Wizards, and he sucked. He was terrible. Yeah. He did nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's crazy to see that. And again, with LeBron, Anthony Davis. Yeah. Um, I forget the other kid's name. Kuzma. Yeah, there you go. Kuzma. And then Deion Waiters, he got picked up off the free agent, and he's been nice too. Hmm. But so I don't. You pick, you're picking I don't Lakers. Like yeah, I got Lakers. Un, I mean, unbiased. I got Lakers. <laughs> biased. biased. You got Houston. Houston, of course. <laughs> but I think I think if the Bucks make it, then it won't be a sweep. But I think if any other team make it, you think if the Bucks make it against the Lakers, it'll it won't be a sweep. Okay. But I think if if yeah. any other team makes it, it'll be a clean sweep. Because mm. 76ers can't really do anything because Ben Simmons is out for the year. Yeah. The Celtics, they're all right, but they're still kind of young, and I don't trust them. Yeah. Yeah. You don't yeah. think the Celtics can get a win out of it? No. No. <laughs> all right. I ain't going to argue with that. <laughs> but it, the draft is coming up. It draft, is. It, it's yeah. going to be like the season. The season's going to end, and then like, I think it's 10, 12 days later the draft will happen. So... Dang. I wish oh. it was that way for the NFL. Yeah, yeah. How, I, I wonder how they're gonna work this now. Yeah, are they gonna delay the season next year now? No, they're supposed to. I think the if every every game went to seven in the playoffs, it would end the fourteenth, the fourteenth of October. Of October, mm. the draft is like would be the twenty first, I think, or something, somewhere around there. And the next season, they said they, they haven't said they were going to delay it. The next season always starts on Halloween. So they're going to turn right around and go right back to it. Yeah. I mean, they had a few months off. So. They did. They did. Yeah. That's but, crazy, though. Right. They didn't have to. nonstop basketball, essentially. Right, right. I mean, if they're going to cancel college football, I'm going to need something. That's right. <laughs> hey, man, we went a couple months without nothing. Yeah. It's I mean, it was bad. Months. I was watching tennis. <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> I and found virtu- myself watching soccer a few times. Like, yeah. what am I doing with my life? Yeah. Virtual golf and stuff they had. Oh, virtual basketball. Yeah. They tried. They tried doing a virtual. Was it a virtual basketball tournament or something like that on Comcast oh, Sports? Yeah, it was like a. It was the two K. Yeah, two K. It was, and that yeah. was not entertaining. It was terrible. <laughs> and then I, I was so bored one day. I stayed up till twelve o'clock to watch the Korean baseball league. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and but it was kind of funny because they had the, so you know how like in that bubble they have like the virtual fans. Yeah. They had stuffed animals in mm. all the seats. They Did had they really? Animals. Oh man! <laughs> so it was kind of funny. That's hilarious. You know the saving grace I think early in the COVID season that without sports for me was the Last Dance, like having that every week. 
That was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I just kind of saw it, man. I just finished that. That's, I'm going to watch it again with my wife. Like, yeah. that is Did probably, you see it, Rico? Yeah, I watched that one. I watched it when it was coming out. Yeah. yeah. It was pretty good. It mm. gave me a new, like, a new respect for MJ that I, you know, I thought I always had, but then, right. it, like, it solidified my respect for him as a competitor. Yeah. Um, And just made me want to start watching basketball all over again just because of how, of right. that. Right. Yeah. He was, he was a hard worker, but he I just was. don't like how everybody's. High on MJ now, thinking he's better than LeBron. I don't, I don't like that one. What you don't think he is? No. He's definitely better than Kobe, though. Yeah. Well, Kobe. He's definitely better than LeBron. No, 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 no. We, we're not having this conversation. <laughs> Why not? The podcast will last for another hour. What makes LeBron better than MJ? LeBron can put a team on his back. MJ couldn't win until he had a team. LeBron, I'll give it to you. LeBron did. Have the heat. That was a good team. Mm-hmm. But he did beat the greatest team of all time with Kyrie Irving. That's it. Everybody else was role players. Role players. And then their bench was full of 10-day contract players. Like, they weren't that great. But he had him and Kyrie. And I can, I can, I'll tell you right now, they still would have made the finals if Kyrie wasn't on the team. But if LeBron wasn't on the team, they would have made past first round. He, he's the most valuable player of all time. Which makes him the greatest. Argument. That is. That is. I won't. I can't disagree with that. Yeah, because yeah. they took away took away MJ for that one year, and they lost two less games. Mm. So I don't see him as as valuable. Yeah. But no, he's I mean, still a but great they player. did lose the championship. They didn't. They didn't make it when he wasn't there. Mm. Yeah. I mean, but they like regular season. They did lose two less games. Yeah. They still made championships. Too. Yeah. And if you look look at look at um before. LeBron got to Cleveland. Cleveland was a first. You talking about the second time he got back to Cleveland? Like after he left Cleveland Mm -hmm. and before he came the second time. Yeah. They were kind of just lottery pick. There was a lottery pick team. And then when he left and Kyrie left, they they have had a top three pick since. Yeah. Okay. Who would win one-on-one? MJ and LeBron? Yeah. Both in their prime? Yeah. And LeBron. LeBron's stronger. LeBron, LeBron is significantly stronger than hmm. Michael Jordan. Okay. I would, I would say Michael Jordan's a little bit faster. Yeah, he's definitely may, faster. And, and maybe a better shot creator. Yeah. But I think he can't hang with LeBron in the finishing. Okay. All right. It's not a terrible argument. No. But I will admit, he is. they are the top two. Kobe's, Kobe's three. You think they're the top two? Kobe's three, but you can't put Kobe in the conversation. So you would go LeBron, two. MJ. Kobe and then Kobe, yeah, and then and then I have to put Kareem. Okay. Kareem. All right. I can't. I can't be upset with that. Yeah. Like like Manny said, you made a compelling argument. Yeah. It wasn't a bad argument. Yeah. Um, but I would definitely have MJ as one still. <laughs> but I do. But I do respect LeBron, and I love LeBron James. Mm. I think he his game. I love his game. Um, I know when everybody was hating on him because of his decision, I'm like, let the man do what he's gonna do. Like, yeah. yeah. He wants to win. I don't think either of them are the most dominant player. I think Shaq is clearly the most dominant player. Nobody <laughs> nobody could guard Shaq. Yeah. Yeah. You know who one of my favorite players are now, especially after watching The Last Dance? Dennis Rodman. All day. Oh, I yeah. love Yeah. That was the best part of that. It was. Yeah. Man. He when was he, the he was the most compelling part of the documentary. I think the best um other than Michael, I think the best storyline and the best like articulator of everything was um 
Oh uh, gosh, what is the the white guy who's the head coach of um Steve Kerr? Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr. Yeah, I really like the way he broke down things, and then when they started talking about his story, I thought it, that was really cool. Yeah, that yeah. really it drew me in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even know Steve Kerr played for the Bulls. Like I just knew he was the coach of mm-hmm. the Warriors. I no, never I knew, knew he, he played. played for the Bulls, but he he what he was he was kind of a a shot maker. Yeah, but mm-hmm. he really didn't. Yeah. Well, that's what I love. I think that's what I, I really respect about MJ is how he made everyone around him better. Mm-hmm. Like, he pushed you, like, to the point, like, where it shows in the show, like, he was a jerk. But he did that because he, he saw something he wanted to push you to be better and to do more than what you thought you could do. Yeah. And then there was Dennis Rodman who just wanted to take random vacations <laughs> and disappear for 80-something hours or yeah, whatever. And then, yeah, it was crazy because everybody... Hey, coach, did, I need a trip. <laughs> every, everybody come to the gym. Like you see in the documentary, everybody come to the gym all ready to work out and play. And he'd be in his pajamas. <laughs> pajamas lifting weights. <laughs> but he'd, he'd still be doing what he needed to do. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that, that The Last Dance also gave me that, like, the respect again for the Detroit Pistons like they were that was a bad team mm-hmm. like they were some bullies yeah. <laughs> these, yeah man like Isaiah Thomas Dennis Rodman all them dudes man like they were they were mean mm-hmm. Isaiah Thomas was a beast in his time he was he was one of the greatest ball handlers of all time yeah yep but Bill Lambeer and Dennis Rodman and all of them they did not they did not let let MJ in the paint 